الحمد لله الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له ونشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد ان سيدنا ونبينا ومولانا محمد عبده ورسوله اما بعد فاعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم وما اتاكم الرسول فخذوه وما نهاكم عنه فانتهوا صدق الله العظيم سبحانك لا علم لنا الا ما علمتنا انك انت العليم الحكيم رب اشرح لي صدري ويسر لي امري واحلل عقده من لساني يفقهوا قولي respected brothers respected elders mothers and sisters listening at home alhamdulillah all praises belong to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala our creator cherisher the merciful one gracious one peace greetings salutations be upon sayyidul awwalin wal akhirin hazrat muhammad mustafa mustaba sallallahu alayhi wa sallam In the last session of Dars Hadith we were discussing the family members of Sayyidina Umar ibn al-Khattab radiyallahu ta'ala inshallah ta'ala in tonight's session we will cover some of the events that led to the hidayat of Sayyidina Umar ibn al-Khattab how he embraced Islam some incidents mentioned in the books of Sirah we have to understand the character of Hazrat Umar ibn al-Khattab radiyallahu ta'ala he was very different as compared to Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq Hazrat Uthman and Hazrat Ali in some way he was very unique the ulama have mentioned Umar ibn al-Khattab was a dynamic man one of the great qualities of sayyidina umar ibn al-khattab which was in a way advantage and also a disadvantage for him when he would decide to take on a mission there was no turning back this was his character so if he took a task he would not rest until it was completed this was his character be it good or be it bad and many a times the kuffar the meccans would use hazrat umar ibn al-khattab to their advantage because they knew the making of sayyidina umar ibn al-khattab this was his character if something went inside him his mind that this is what i have to do it would be taken all the way and there was no surrender no giving up no turning away from that until the end subhanallah this was sayyidina umar ibn al-khattab radiyallahu ta'ala so when we look at makkatul mukarrama hazrat umar ibn al-khattab was a man who was very nationalistic and a patriot 
to the people of Makkah he was firm in his belief idol worshipping that was the religion of the majority in the city of Makkah so anything new that came along was bid'ah anything new that came along was never accepted by Hazrat Umar ibn Khattab he was staunch and very very firm that is why the people of Makkah would often say it is possible for the donkey of Umar ibn al-Khattab to embrace Islam but not Umar it is possible for the donkey of Umar ibn al-Khattab to embrace Islam but not Umar this was his character and so when he would look at the Muslims and Muslims were very few in number they would fear him and just turn away the people of Makkah were waiting for that aggression, that anger, something that would spark up Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala and he would sort out the Muslims and this escalated slowly, slowly, slowly even when we look at the family members of Hazrat Umar ibn al-Khattab a slave girl by the name of Labina Hazrat Umar found out that she embraced Islam Hazrat Umar Farooq would beat her up, torture her, belabor her and this was continuous all the way and in fact the ulama have mentioned he would torture her when he would get tired and exhausted he would take a rest and stop and he'd look at Labina and say to her do you think that I've stopped beating you up because I have sympathy for you? do you think that I have stopped beating you up because I have sympathy for you? no I have no sympathy for you wait I stop to recoup my breath and I shall beat you up again this was Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala subhanallah zamana jahiliya so people would take advantage of his character in a way so it was advantage and also a disadvantage for this great man Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala some of the ulama have mentioned one great quality also Allah gave him besides being a muhaddas which we discussed in the very first session of the khilafah of Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala he was also a man of firasat or firasah what is firasa? Firasa is face reading. Firasa is face reading. This is a quality that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives to an individual. And Hazrat Umar Farooq was one from them. He had that firasa. He would look at an individual and just by looking at the face he would read that individual totally who he is, how he is, what is his character how is he, is he layin, is he shadeed this was the great quality of Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala we have heard many a times the hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam ittaqu bifirasatil mu'min ittaqu bifirasatil mu'min fear from the firasat of the believer so firasat means face reading and so when someone sees you 
they can actually see through you. This is firasah. Subhanallah. Uh, my Sheikh, Sheikh Ulam Habib Naqshbandi, Rahmatullah it was said about him that a lot of his murid, when they would write a letter to him early in the morning, there were so many letters, and he would divide the letters into two sections one on this side, one on this side. And he would just look at the envelope and say, right, either rakho, either rakho, either rakho, Once one of the khuddam said, Hazrat, why, why don't you just keep it all together, stacked up all together? And he said, no, these letters have been written to me in the condition of wuzu. These have been written to me without wuzu. So this is firasa. And this is given to those who have taqwa. Sayyidina Uthman radiallahu ta'ala and saw one individual coming to him and Hazrat Uthman looked at him and said to him وَفِي أَعْيُنِهِمْ أَثَرُ الزِّنَا What has happened? Madi rijal he said. What has happened to people that they come to me and stand in front of me and I can see traces of zina. Traces of zina. So just by looking at individuals Allahu Akbar Sheikh Zulfiqar it is written in one of the maktubats. Once in Pakistan, he was with a group of scholars, and the highway was just in front motorway. There was this car that went past Hazrat Zulfiqar Madazilul Ali, and all of a sudden it parked up on the side, and the driver came out. The driver came out and said to Sheikh Zulfiqar that there is this English lady sitting in the car. She wants to speak to you. Can she come out? Mazul Fakhat said, okay. She wants to speak. What is it? So she came out and she said to Mazul Fakhat what is this long beard of yours? And what is this amama and this face and kurta that you wear? What is it? Mazul Fakhat said, this is the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Our Prophet had a beard. He wore an amama. This is how he would dress up. And we are Muslims. And he said that Ma'ala looked at her. This is in the Maktubat. After a bit, she spoke in English. And she said, Sheikh, can I also become like you? Can I also become like you? Meaning that, can I also become a Muslimah? Hazrat says, of course, you can become a Muslimah. Subhanallah, a lady in the car, being driven and just one quick glance and glimpse of a wali of Allah one quick glance of a wali of Allah just like that and I told you before Maulana Fazal Ali Qurayshi of Pakistan he would sit in the train and often he would look down it is said that if he looked from outside from, uh, if he looked outside from the window Every single one out there at the platform would want to come in and greet Hazrat. Subhanallah. If he would look that way, everybody would want to come and greet. And so she came and she embraced Islam and she promised Hazrat that she will never ever dress up in this way. She will dress up as a Muslimah. So Hazrat gave her the white shawl that he had as a gift and said, wrap this round your head. And cover yourself. She became a Muslimah. So this is Firasat. Firasat. It was with the companions, Sahabai Kiram Ajma'in. 
And it is also with the awliyaullah and the sulaha of the time. Mawlana Ataullah Shah Bukhari rahmatullah alayhi was again one of those great individuals. Many a times in prison, Hindu officers would look at Mawlana Ataullah Shah Bukhari and would have to look down. So Mawlana would go in front of them, touch them, lift up their face and say, look at me in the eye. And they say, we can't, we can't look at you in the eye. Subhanallah, what was that? This is firasa. This is face reading. Imam Abu Hanifa rahmatullah alayhi, famously known about him. Imam Azam Abu Hanifa. People would do wuzu and just by the water coming out from their body, he would know exactly the sins that that individual has perpetrated. And so he made dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Ya Allah, this has made my life very difficult for me. Allah save me from this. So it is your taqwa that you can see through an individual. Hum kahte ji sahib kashf log. Sahib kashf. Kashf is something else. And firasa is something else. Many a times recently Hakim Astaghfirullah was again of those great individuals that if he came to the cemetery he would actually tell you what is happening to the marhumin that are resting. And so that Umar ibn al-Khattab was that individual. Great firasa was given to him. Narrated by Ibn Umar, his own son, he would say, even in Jahiliyyah, my father had this quality. Seldom was he wrong. He was always correct, intuition. If Hazrat Umar ibn al-Khattab would say that this is what you do, he was right. Ibn Umar radiallahu ta'ala and says that once an individual came to Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala and Hazrat Umar looked at him and said to him that you were a fortune teller once upon a time. And he came down and he started kissing the hands of Umar radiallahu ta'ala. He says, how did you know this? Nobody knows this. You are right, I was a fortune teller. How do you know this? And so this was firasa, face reading. And you also have people who study this by books, but it's very different. And in fact, this is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when you have this taqwa inside you. So Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala an said to this individual, when you were a fortune teller, tell me what is the strangest thing that has happened to you. Fortune tellers have jinns working for them. Continuously jinns come. And this is one problem with those who are amilin, not the alimin, the amils. The problem with amils is that when you have jinns working for you, jinns need a job continuously. So they can't just sit around, come to you and say, alright, nothing for this week, no, no. If you have them under you, you have to give them something. So it's very difficult. So he said that one close friend of mine, a jinn, said to me, that do you know the last prophet, the Nabi, that the Jews talk about and the Christians talk about? He is in the midst of you. He is there. Can you not find him? Can you not see him? And so Umar ibn al-Khattab said to that fortune teller, you are right. 
It happened to me also once. In Makkah there was a special area where they would sacrifice animals for the idols. When he was there, he said that it was as if someone whispered in my ears that the last Nabi is out or Umar, the last Nabi is out or Umar. So these were incidents that opened up and pushed Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala an slightly closer towards Islam. It was something for him to think about. Many, many incidents have been mentioned in the books of Sirah. When we look at the history of the city Makkah and the people before the Ba'asat of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam, these were people who would drink a lot of alcohol. And there were many, many pubs in Makkatul Mukarramah. Many pubs. Sayyidina Umar Farooq radiallahu ta'ala an was one amongst them who was a heavy drinker. Please excuse my uh, expression how I'm saying it. But this is before his Islam. Remember that. Islam se pehle to admi. Kufur ki halat mein hota hai. He would drink a lot of alcohol. The tertib was the Arabs wouldn't drink alone. In the Arabic language you have one special word what is known as the nudama. Nudana, nudama means companions. Your circle of friends. So you would be in a group of four or five and you'd go to the pub, sit together and drink and drink and drink. And they would drink a lot. It is mentioned in the books of Sirah. When this ayah of hurma, of alcohol came, they broke all the glasses and all the, how they would stock the alcohol. Everything, liquor, was in the streets of Makkatul Mukarramah. Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala and once in the night decided that he will sit with his nudama in a pub. Didn't realize it was very, very late. So he went out looking for his nudama, for his companions. Couldn't find any. And he saw one pub in the city of Makkah that was open. So he went there. As Umar radiallahu ta'ala and got close, the owner of that pub shut the door on Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala. So Hazrat Umar knocked. And the person said, it's, it's too late. Everything's shut now. Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala undecided nothing better to do right now what I will do is I will go to the haram, the holy sanctuary the mataf, that area that zone Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala when he entered masjid al-haram what did he see? he saw close to the wall of Kaaba Hazrat Nabiya Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Ab sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was standing and reciting the Quran Allahu Akbar Hazrat Umar was not a Muslim looking at Huzur alayhi salatu wa sallam all alone this was the right opportunity given to him he wanted to strike fear in the heart of Huzur alayhi salatu 
He, he was the enemy of the Muslims. He had spied for the Muslims. He hated the Muslims. What he did, the Kaaba is a, a cubical structure. He went on the other side and there was this cloth on one side of the Kaaba all around. He pulled the cloth down, put himself inside and slowly started to walk on the side so that he would get extremely close to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. This is what he did. Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam was there standing praying the Quran and he was right in front. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam could not see him. Abu sallallahu alayhi wasallam was reciting the Quran. Again, this man was a learned man. As I mentioned earlier on, few in Makkah were literate. Hazrat Umar was literate. He could read and write. He was not from the Ummiyin. He was from the tribe of Adi. He could read and write. So when he listened to the Qiraat of Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam, he was moved and he just stood there. And he said that this must be the most beautiful poetry Umar has heard. This is great Sha'iri poetry. Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam was reading Surah Al-Haqqah. And so when this thought came to Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala and the Qur'an is poetry, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam recited the verse of the Qur'an, وَمَا هُوَ بِقَوْلِ شَاعِرٍ قَلِيلًا مَا تُؤْمِنُونَ Subhanallah. This is not poetry that I read. Very few have iman. This is not poetry. Now he was shocked. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam doesn't know Umar is listening. And how does he know what Umar is thinking? Umar was thinking that the Quran is poetry and Huzur alayhi salatu wasallam is saying no. وَمَا هُوَ بِقَوْلِ الشَّاعِرِ قَلِيلًا مَا تُؤْمِنُونَ Then he thought that possibly Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam is a kahin, a fortune teller. Jinns come and inform him and tell him everything. The very next ayah of Surah Al-Ahaqah. وَمَا هُوَ بِقَوْلِ كَاهِنٍ قَلِيلًا مَا تَذَكَّرُونَ Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam and the Qur'an is not kahin. It is not, he is not a fortune teller that he gives you information. قَلِيلًا مَا تَذَكَّرُونَ Few take a lesson. Subhanallah, he was stunned and he just stood there. He didn't move. He said that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam then walked away from the mataf, went home. These were some of the events that had occurred before Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala embraced Islam. When that moment came, when many people had embraced Islam in total 39, that is the time this man, Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala and his real anger, uh, got to the top and he took his sword razor sharp and he was holding it and he stood up on a mission this is exactly what the people of Makkah wanted who would dare confront Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam it was all about tribalism no one had that, that power 
the guts to do that. It was Umar radiallahu ta'ala. So the wire pullers from the back, everything for them was the right show. Eventually, Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala couldn't take it. He stood up, got hold of the sword, and there he was on a mission. Subhanallah, as he was going towards Dar Arqam, information was given to him that is where Huzur alayhi salatu was salam is. On the way, he met Nu'aym bin Abdullah. Nu'aym had embraced Islam. He saw Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala an very angry. The color of his face had changed. So he said to him, Umar, in such heat, where are you going? He said, oh Nu'aym, leave me. Today it is not time to stop Umar. Once and for all, I will execute Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. When I execute him, if there is no Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam, there is no Islam. If there is no Islam, there is no Muslims. Once and for all. What is this fitna? This problem that we have in our city of Makkah. I am going to sort it out. Now, Hazrat Nu'aym knew, subhanallah, the, the firasat that the companions had. The only power he had was to divert Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala an from Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam to another direction. That was the only power he had. And he was prepared to take that sacrifice. He knew it is easy to sacrifice anything and any individual for the security of Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam. This was the aqeedah. So he said, before you go to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam, go and sort out your sister Fatima and your brother-in-law. Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala got so angry, said, Nu'aym, if you lie to me, I will come back to you and I will cut off your head. Nu'aym bin Abdullah said, first go and see. Subhanallah, Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala an got there, started banging hard on the door. It is said that the sister and the brother-in-law were reciting the Quran at that time. And straight away they knew that this is Hazrat Umar. Quickly they were hiding the different parts of the Quran. Hazrat Umar said that quickly open the door. Hazrat Fatima opened the door. Hazrat Umar without speaking to anyone started beating up the brother-in-law and as the brother-in-law was getting beaten up by Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala an, the sister tried to intervene and stop Hazrat Umar the brother Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala an, then turned to the sister and started hitting her also and there was no one to stop Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala an. The sister, after all, she was the daughter of Khattab. She got so angry. And she stood up in front of Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala an and said to him, Umar, do what you want, but we will not turn away from this deen of Islam. When she said that, the commitment, Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala an stopped. There were many cuts on the face of Hazrat Fatima. Blood was oozing out. And Hazrat Umar said, then show me the kalam, the Qur'an that you read. Subhanallah, Hazrat Fatima said that, no. I can't give you the Qur'an. 
first go and clean yourself wash your face, your hands your body parts, do wuzu clean yourself and then come to me and I will open up the Quran in front of you now again the sister was very clever the teachings of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam when someone is angry the best method for him is to perform wuzu to get Sayyidina Umar ibn al-Khattab into control because when you're angry your blood pressure is high and to get your blood pressure to the right level what do you do? put cold water, put do wuzu wash your face, your hands, your system so that Umar radiallahu ta'ala now starts to do wuzu and wash the face and everything and then the sister opens up the kalam of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and it was surah Taha and she starts to read the Quran Taha ma anzalna alayka al-Quran litashqa illa tazkiratan liman yakhsha O Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam we have not revealed the Quran to you to cause you distress Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam would read the Quran all night standing up and the feet would swell up Allah is saying to him take rest the Quran is not there to distress you to make life hard for you. مَا أَنزَلْنَا عَلَيْكَ الْقُرْآنَ لِتَشْقَى إِلَّا تَذْكِرَ The Quran is a warning. لِمَنْ يَكْشَى For those who fear Allah. تَنْزِيلًا مِمَّنْ خَلَقَ الْأَرْضَ وَالسَّمَاوَاتِ الْعُلَى A revelation from that Allah who has created the heavens and the earth. The high heavens and the earth. And she read the entire page until... She got to the verse, Innani anallahu la ilaha illa ana fa'abudni, O people. Worship only me. I am Allah. There is no God but Allah. Fa'abudni. Worship Allah. Wa aqimis salat al-zikri and establish salah for my remembrance. When she was reading this verse, Azad Umar radiallahu ta'ala said to her, Stop. And he said that now, my heart is clean and pure. I am prepared to take shahala. SubhanAllah. Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala stood up, went to Dari Arkham, the sword was dangling in front of him. As he started to get close to Dari Arkham, information already was given to, to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that Hazrat Umar is coming this way. Hazrat Hamza said to the people, not to worry. فَإِن كُنْتَ جِئْتَ بِخَيْرِ فَمَرْحَبًا وَإِن كُنْتَ جِئْتَ بِغَيْرِ فَتَذَكَّرُوا وَحَمْزَةُ أَسْدُ اللَّهِ وَرَسُولِهِ And if Umar comes with good intention, فَمَرْحَبًا It is good for him. But if he comes with any other motives, then Hamza is there. And I will sort him out. So Hazrat Hamza said, let me open the door. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said to Hamza, don't rush into matters, O Hamza. Alama have said that the previous night, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam made a dua. Allahumma izzal Islam bi ahadil umarain. Allah give glory to Islam with one of the umars. There were two umars with one umar from the two. With one umar from the One was Umar ibn al-Hisham, who was Abu Jahl, and one was Umar ibn al-Khattab. And so he said, Maybe Allah has accepted my dua that Umar ibn al-Khattab is coming. Subhanallah, the door was opened up. Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala was a different man. He came and he kissed the hands of Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam. And he said, today I am one amongst your companions. 
He said that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam at that moment from his mouth he chanted out the name of Allah and he said Allahu Akbar Allahu Akbar. After that in the same formula, the same chorus, all the companions with one voice said Allahu Akbar Allahu Akbar. It is said that the people who were there, the Meccans, the Mushrikeen sitting in the haram could hear the takbir of the Muslimin. This was the point when things changed for the Muslimin. There were 39 Muslims and Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala an was the 40th one. It is at that point Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala an said to Huzur alayhi salam, if we are on sirat mustaqeem why do we pray in our own homes? We should be praying publicly. Give me permission and Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam gave permission to Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala an and he divided the Muslim jama'ah into two groups, 20 on one side, 20 on one side. One was with Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala an 20 and the other 20 were with Hazrat Hamza radiallahu ta'ala an and the two groups came marching into the haram and they performed two rakats and did tawaf and Hazrat Umar took his sword out and he says, anyone here to challenge me? This is Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala. This is why the title of Al-Farooq was given to him. An incredible man. It is said that he was such a powerful man when he embraced Islam, he went knocking at the door of Abu Jahl. He knocked at the door of Abu Jahl and it was Abu Jahl who opened the door. And he said to Abu Jahl, Abu Jahl, I am here to tell you that Amr is now a Muslim. Subhanallah. And Abu Jahl slammed the door on Hazrat Umar ibn al-Khattab radiallahu ta'ala. Hazrat Umar again from the back said, Abu Jahl, I am a Muslim. Abu Jahl, I am a Muslim. Subhanallah. Things changed for the Muslimin after when Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala had embraced Islam. Allah Park Mujiyab ko tawfiq de. InshaAllah we will carry on with the seerah in the next session. Wa akhiru da'wana anil hamdulillahi rabbil alameen. اللهم صل على سيدنا ونبينا ومولانا محمد النبي الأمي وعلى آله وسلم تسليما اللهم تقبل منا وتب علينا إنك أنت التواب الرحيم نستغفرك ونتوب إليك نستغفرك ونتوب إليك سمعنا وطعنا غفرانك ربنا وإليك المصير برحمتك يا رحم الرحيم